Camper Profiler Tones and Talks. My name is Tom Wendt. I'm here with uh, Thomas Dill again. Hi. Hi. And uh, we have been listening. Uh, a lot of people had requests that uh, they wanted to know a little bit more about that tone show and uh, the details about how the tones Thomas created come together. And here we are. Um, Thomas is going to do uh, a deconstruction about uh, everything that's uh, needed. You need to know about recreating tones like this. And here's uh, episode four. I call it uh, The Wind Screams Gary. sounds um, please visit uh, all the videos on YouTube and uh, let us know what you want to know and uh, yeah let's dive right in with Thomas into uh, episode episode four what did you do it's quite uh, um, um, an opulent dish you are creating there yeah it's um, the intention was to to get this uh, yeah you named it a little bit the Hendrix style tone Stratocaster, Marshall amp, and uh, a bit of modulation sound. And um, I've changed the sound in, in this uh, one minute little song a bit and uh, created some, some minor tension stuff with the rotary speed and then for the solo turned the fuss on. Just uh, yeah, I'll give you a quick overview uh, of the parts that I'm playing and the sounds that I'm using in those parts. So I'm starting with um, just simple Marshall amp, slightly overdriven and uh, the rotary. <laughs> the bridge creating this tension with um, uh, the fast rotary speed and now for the solo i slowed down the rotary speed and turn the fuzz on oh wait a minute <laughs> what was that headphone plug <laughs> <laughs> the headphone hurt i turned the fuss on and and the headphone plug to, uh, go went out so this is the solo sound <laughs> and at the end of the solo to create more tension i turned the rotary speed to the fast speed. And then going back to the original part to fade out, just rotary slow and the overdriven sound. So these are the I think four four different sounds 
And now we go to the nitty gritty details, as you said. Um, I will share my screen. Oh, you need to, to activate the screen. Oh, excuse me. Uh, guys, bear with us. Uh, I need to allow Thomas to share his uh, screen. So, and by the way, uh, um, as we were saying, headphone plug. Let's do a nasty headphone plug. Uh, you wouldn't believe it, but uh, these are very old Beats Monster Studio Pro. And I can tell you, for guitars, they are amazing. And that's... Uh, really? Uh, that's 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 a plug, uh, and that's fine because they are not made anymore. But you can get them really cheap on the you know places out there who sell used stuff. So okay, Thomas, uh, yeah, you were about to share your screen, and um, here we are with there it is, cool, the rig manager people. Okay, um, starting from the top. <clears throat> and turning every effect off, just the amp profile. And um, it's a Marshall profile. It's uh, that Marshall behind me. Um, and you find that profile in the rig packs, in the Camper Workshop and FX, FX rig packs. It's the Plexi Overdrive. <laughs> one I made for the uh, Camper Profiler Workshop long time ago and um this is the version when 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 you load it um with i think it's it's a bit more gain on it and i tweaked this profile a little bit and uh very interesting is this parameter or this switch the eq position <laughs> i put that on pre if you saw the uh the tone tips mm -hmm. videos from me uh, I, I talked about uh setting the eq position to pre because you get um the the overdrive sound shapes a bit and you and you uh, can just boost some specific frequency ranges and and in this case i just boost the presence and the treble to get a more sparkling overdrive sound so just i've uh, turned them to the middle position as it was neutral um eq <laughs> just boosting it was at 1.2 here you see it down there and at 1.7 the treble and you get a more of uh, yeah sparkling overdrive tone <laughs> Yeah, that's is uh, this is a very important thing generally because uh, that's how I don't know uh, decades and, and and generations of guitar players have been um, making this transition from uh, the the growly um, full range amp distortion to uh, more modern tones because uh, in in the early Marshall era, uh, Rory Garriga and uh, uh, Brian May and 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 Eric Clapton and these guys were using uh, Dallas Rangemaster um, treble boosters. 
yeah. as I've learned. And that's basically what this is doing. You uh, uh, have something in front of the amp that uh, boosts certain uh, travel frequencies to get a little bit more uh, a definition and, and um, a kind of uh, what also is in the profiler. Um, it's uh, the kind of uh, preamp definition and you can here fine tune this. This that's a very important general technique for shaping shaping amp sounds. So for all the, all the guys who have these six band EQ uh, pedals from Boss and the others, um, here with this with this switch basically you could do the same uh, boost certain aspects of your tone before it goes into the gain stage of the amplifier. So sorry for the. Um, teacher part here but no, no. i think that's a general uh, really really important thing to understand there's there's one thing because um when i use this style to boost the frequent the, the travel and presence in in the amp menu i set definition at a lower level so it's it's getting a more of a warmer tone vintage tone mm -hmm. With a boosted travel and presence, you get those uh, sparkling overdrive sounds. Mm -hmm. and it, uh, the, the overdrive kicks in the higher frequency. So this is very great to uh, use it with, with those traditional amp sounds like Vox, Marshalls and old Fender, Fender profiles so or something like that. Mm -hmm. Then the next thing I'm using is another EQ, the Studio EQ. And here I do some high cut and some low cut just to match the frequency range to the guitar speaker. That's what I'm talking about uh, in, in another video before. Mm -hmm. um, and here I'm doing it at 6K, a drastic high cut and uh, at 87 Hertz, the low cut. And this is nearly the speaker range, uh, the, the frequency range of, of a, a guitar speaker. Another thing I'm doing with the Studio EQ here, this is just fine tuning to match the frequency range to the guitar and to the arrangement. And the idea is uh, to cut out the mix and, and not to get lost in the mix. And uh, therefore, I need some some high frequencies. I boost a bit of yeah 3 dB on 3K and 0 0.8 on 2K. I just set it down, the, the 3K on zero. We have this one then. And when it's boosted, we have this sound. Some people would say it's a bit harsh, but when you play with a band, this is the frequency that makes you hurt. Uh, not, not, not that makes you hurt, <laughs> that makes somebody hurt, so uh, that you can hear, hear your guitar. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, and this uh, and with this, uh, uh, we are in in uh, well sound design, production, and mixing yeah. territory because we are behind the speaker. We are behind. Uh, uh, the microphone and what's happening there after the amp uh, is all catered to uh, yeah 
put the guitar into a production and into a mix and also for a live situation that's true that's we are beyond and uh, we are beyond the amp in the room situation so to say and um that's uh, that's also really important to understand and uh, this this frequency by the way this 3k i had a discussion with hannes kelch from mix berlin studios um, when he came from tour, he uh, discussed with the sound engineers and uh, that they have this secret wish that um, uh, this could be uh, sort of um, um, automatically kick in and out when the vocals come. Hmm. You know, because that would be something that makes it very easy for the sound engineer. You know, when, when the vocalists come, uh, uh, you could take it a little bit away because when the guitar makes room in this uh, crucial uh, vocal frequency, hmm. And when the uh, the vocals are not happening, not singing, then uh, it it could come back. This is uh, sort of say, uh, so to say, the wet dream of uh, live mixers. <laughs> I was told, and uh, you actually uh, nailed that uh, 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 perfectly with that frequency range and the way you use it and uh, approach it. So another teacher X course. Mm. Forgive me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, normally. When I'm adjusting this, I listen to the whole track while I'm playing. So uh, just to uh, catch the right frequency uh, to cut out, and I, I won't uh, adjust these frequencies uh, with the guitar alone, because it's easy. You need to hear the other instruments, and you need to hear mm -hmm. the guitar sitting in the mix. Mm -hmm. And of course, in the level that it should be in the mix not uh, guitar players tend to to play too loud in in the band always and uh, for recording situations it's very important to uh, hear your guitar sound in the mix at the level that the guitar should be so you can uh, adjust your play style the the attack style and you can adjust the frequency range or the frequencies that should be boosted or should be uh, cut down in that case. So that's uh, the teacher part from me. Um, then I'm done with the with the EQ. Let's go to the reverb. Um, I choose, yeah, um, the natural reverb, and it creates something like a big recording room. With a decay time of 1.5 seconds, room size 6.9, no pre-delay, so you get the direct uh, reverb and uh, a mix level of 27.5. Uh, just a room sound. And then the rotary. So this is, uh, I think I've, I've choose a preset and just uh, adjusted some parameters. The mix is on 58%. So it's uh, not too uh, intense, the, the uh, rotary sound. <laughs> It's nice for stereo sound. So, so the guitar uh, moves around in the panorama. 
And uh, interesting for this effect is the low high balance. If you know uh, a rotary speaker cabinet of uh, we can say the, the the old Leslie cabinet, it has two speakers, a rotating horn and a bass speaker. And you uh, just can adjust with a low high balance these uh, two speakers and the level of those two speakers. So if you turn it to the left, you get the bass speaker. Turning to the right, you get a really high frequency sound just using the horn. And in that case, I turned the level, the balance about 28% uh, to the high speaker, just to create a little bit more, yeah, high frequency sound, a little bit more treble in that uh, thing, not using the EQ, just using the high balance uh, of the rotary speaker. <laughs> okay, then the rotary speed is on slow, fast. <laughs> And it's getting a nice ramp when you uh, switch the speed. It's not chuck going to the fast speed. It's like uh, the effect is programmed like the original rotating cabinet because uh, it, it couldn't uh, switch from, from slow to fast uh, right now. It, it takes a little bit of time. And Christoph made that uh, too. And it, it's uh, very interesting for that sound when you switch those speeds. Mm. And uh, I've um, assigned that switching to the foot switch on the remote. You can do that if you go to this um, to the menu on the profiler and press the soft button, uh, which is assigned to to slow and fast to to switch on the on the profiler, and turn one of those effects buttons on the remote at the same time you have this uh, assigned to the foot switch and that's what i'm doing here with my remote down there mm. switching on and off cool so that's nice and uh some people uh i heard from from some uh, colleagues that uh they didn't know that you can switch on and off the rotating speed uh, of the rotary effect via the remote and the effect buttons. Okay, next one, the fuss. I think I had uh, the fuss phase preset for that or something germanium red germanium germanium something like that you should check them out the, the presets are great and uh, very important for that sound for me is this parameter called octa yeah yeah because that's this that's, is, that's what i this heard is the guy, this this is the guy for for the uh, <laughs> for this octafa sound because it's creating some high overtones. I just turn this parameter to zero, play one note. 
It's okay. Fast sound. But now, on 10... You hear the octave when the when the uh, note fades out. So it's, it turns into this overtone, nice overtone. And it's great when, when you're playing, uh, playing long notes or just uh, not too fast. So this is the, the most important parameter on, on this fuss or for this particular sound I wanted to create, this, this old Hendrix uh, Marshall fuss tone. In the room with Jimmy, if you hear it like this, just um, so pure and direct and isolated, it's just amazing, the tone. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's all. I just... Uh, have prepared the wow effect it's the cry preset i'm using just in case i want to play some bar and the pure booster which i don't use in this video but i always have a pure booster somewhere set just when when i've uh, wished to to have some more distortion or more overdrive <laughs> just with the amp too. And to be honest, it's a different sound when you boost an amp in the real life and with a profiler too, uh, instead of just taking more amp gain. Um, this booster, this, this pure booster gives you a more dense overdrive tone than you will have uh, with only the gain knob turned turned on uh, turned upper and uh, yeah this is something i really use often and uh, yeah i'm a big fan of stacking overdrive sounds or stacking overdrive uh, uh, boosts and fuzz tones together to create some special sounds so this is it for the rotary and fuzz tone. Awesome tones. Wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, let us have a look into this because uh, that's uh, very enlightening. Just two effects. Yeah, and um, if you if you just listen to the video, how many uh, different uh, flavors you 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 create uh, during that track, uh, which is also again, I mean, there are now twenty one videos, and Thomas uh, created music for each of them. It's not just uh, noodling around. These are <laughs> tracks, uh, and that's really amazing, awesome. Yeah, so thanks a lot for letting us uh, look into this. And again, if you guys have questions uh, on YouTube or on Spotify, um, on Spotify, we have also activated the question option. 
So you could send us uh, some questions there and um, check out all the videos and try this at home because already with the videos, uh, you see all the rig manager uh, screens in there. So you're invited to sit and play and tweak and recreate what Thomas did there. But uh, yeah, there's been the request for uh, making these rigs downloadable. And so we thought uh, we do a little bit more explanation and uh, look a little bit deeper into the, the details and let you know to empower you to recreate them on your own or if that's not enough <laughs> let us know um, maybe we make them downloadable as well but yeah but but uh it's important to know for everybody that these sounds really uh, are tailored to uh this specific licks parts this guitar when i'm using i would use another strat uh it would sound different and that's uh what i'm what i talked about uh with the the eq the studio eq it's just really uh matched to this guitar to my a little bit softer or harder picking another uh, guitar player won't um get the same sound just when when he downloads that this is not because i'm playing this uh very great or something like that it's just uh, we are all individuals and the guitars are all individuals we are not sorry keyboard players we are not keyboard players <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah it's how you create your tone on the guitar the the profiler reacts very uh, very good on that so you can have this uh living tone and and you can recognize a guitar player on his playing and and on his tone so um this is it's you need to know that you have to tweak a bit to match the profiles and uh the sounds to your own playing and to your guitar yes absolutely thank you for this and because this is also the reason why we were so far shying away from uh, just getting you the the rigs because you would have to tweak anyways and uh tweaking is a good thing <laughs> yeah you, you need to learn to, to do that to uh get sounds um make sounds really uh good or get make make rigs sounding good that's what i want to say um <clears throat> because um you need to to know how you uh, adjust those profiles and everything that that it sounds good for for your band some sometimes it's when when you have another in this video i uh, only have we, we only have the trio so uh drums bass and one guitar and if it's different if you have another guitar player maybe the sound won't cut through with another guitar player you, you need to uh adjust those two sounds together that uh not only one is hurt and the other one is uh going down you know so yes absolutely and um the the funny thing is um that um 
I had this discussion with a lot of uh, seasoned guitar players already, and they were, um, um, you know, they had, they were arguing that sometimes some tones get lost in the band. A, a, a situation and stuff like that and uh, then I went to see some of the rehearsal rooms and uh, usually the profiler is um, you know in the rack on the floor or um, um, the head is somewhere down there on a small cabinet and stuff like that so to begin with it's very uncom uncomfortable to reach it and, and to edit it and, and things like this and I told all the guys um, when you're uh, working on stuff and trying to get your sound together with the drums and the bass and stuff like that get the profiler into a convenient height that you can stand there with the guitar at a position where you can hear everybody and then you tweak all the time like uh, the the dynamics of a clean sound compared to the dynamics of the distorted sound for example uh, that's another very important subject you need to find these spots where um, it works and you need to adjust the levels and, and the, the meaty aspects of the tones and, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, so it's no good if you uh, like have to lay on your belly and lie in front of the rack and do the stuff because it's inconvenient and you won't do it and uh, uh, you, you cut yourself short. Which brings in, of course, these guys uh, because yeah. now you can leave your stuff on the floor or whatever and uh, you can do the tweaks there all the time and we highly recommend this because you're getting closer and closer and closer to a, um, a very good situation never perfect because the circumstances are always different but uh, uh, um, that that would be something uh, to to uh, to to reach for and um also know that's also important know when to stop because sometimes uh, you can f uh, some things up big time so always save the last version as well so but uh, i think that's enough for this show um thomas thank you so much if you haven't anything else for that um particular part episode four the wind screams gary um we'll be we'll be out of here and um see you next time okay bye till next time <laughs>